The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right. Well, Gordon and I you know, touched on it in the last half hour. In the next half hour, we're going to focus on it uh, a little bit more. As I mentioned, uh, today marks one year since the legalization of cannabis. And as we saw cannabis uh, 1.0 roll itself out over the past year, we're now set to embark on uh, cannabis 2.0. And edibles, they are legal as of today, but you likely won't be able to buy them in stores on, until December. They have to go through some uh, Health Canada processing, that sort of thing. Having said that, it has been legal to make your own over the past year and that has led uh, cannabis connoisseurs to make their own and we've witnessed the growth of what's being called cannabis cuisine. One of the chefs at the forefront of this is John McNeil who is a Calgary-based corporate Red Seal cannabis chef at Zenibus and Namaste. Chef McNeil, welcome to the show today. Hi, how are you? I'm really good, thank you. So, you know, I'm 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 always interested in, in in someone's story and their tale of how they got to where they are. You have made a name of made a name for yourself as a chef at some of Calgary's best restaurants, including what is it, Teatro? Uh, uh, yes, uh, Teatro is one of the top restaurants here in Calgary. Yeah, the Black Pig, had... Belvedere. Like you've you've kind of you've done it all there. What what led you to branch out into cannabis cuisine? Uh, well, it was uh, it was a love for the plant, um, and uh, you know there was a lot of people that were really interested in it. And I had uh, toured uh, down in the states and tried some edibles while down there, uh, in the legalized states. And uh, I, there were some of them were really good, and other ones were kind of not so great. There was like kind of a heavy cannabis taste to them. Yeah. And um, in the end, I was like, you know what? Uh, using my culinary talents, um, I was like, you know what? I could really pair this with different foods and maybe amplify the flavors and, you know, really respect the plant and the ingredients being used and uh, have a wonderful experience by the end of it. Chef, um, you know, I think over the years, um, when people think of you know, maybe edibles, they think of, you know, the brownies or cookies that your brother made and maybe store in the in the freezer and, and threw them out at you at a party somewhere. It certainly expanded what people are, are making now, what they're cooking with. Tell us about what you're cooking with cannabis these days. Um, so I, when I cook with cannabis, um, I'll use uh, different mediums, uh, the THC and uh, CBD, these uh, phytocannabinoids, they bond to the, these molecules bond to different fats, and so with, it's in within these fats that I, t- I can manipulate a recipe. So, say if you know um, using coconut oil or liquid coconut oil, even olive oil, so you can use that in baking and as a substitute of butter, or you can use that in, as in uh, salad uh, dressing for um, with the infused olive oil. So you're seeing a lot more kind of savory items, you know, uh, when edibles are available on uh, private property or in private residence. So you're seeing a lot of people having dinner parties and looking more for, you know, the savory side and the, you know, kind of the, the salty herbal side of things rather than just going finishing the dinner with a brownie because by the time then you're leaving the party, maybe you're starting to feel it. So people want to start their evening a little bit earlier. It allows the body to metabolize the, the cannabis properly. And then you have this wonderful dinner party. So, so people are booking you to do dinner parties for them like this? 
there, there is uh, there is interest of uh, doing di- different dinner parties and that. So, um, you know, I always say for anybody that's new to uh, having a chef into their home, you know, start low and go slow. Yeah. Um, you know, make sure that there's a, an extensive knowledge behind the, the cannabis infusion, that it was legally obtained through either an LP supplier or through a dispensary. Um, because it's, it's, it's about safe consumption as well. There's, uh, you know, a lot of products can be mislabeled and it's within the, the following the Health Canada guidelines is really, really important. Well, Chef McNeil, I think you, you've touched on, on something there when you talk about consumption and the, the low and slow. We've heard that a, a lot lately. And the thing is uh, with edibles, and I've I've heard stories of, of people, you know, you know, taking a, uh, you know, a, a square off a chocolate bar and expecting in 10 minutes it's going to do something and nothing happened. Next thing you know, half the chocolate bar is gone and they're they're on a trip like no like no other. Um, like what do they say about, you know, 45 to, to 90 minutes, you know, give give it that much time uh that's right when you uh when you inhale cannabis uh it produces a compound called delta 9 and that's usually felt within you know 30 seconds uh, up to two minutes the full impact of it but when you ingest it it becomes the 11 hydroxy metabolite and this takes about anywhere between 30 minutes onwards and upwards to two hours and that's all the, uh, depending on how fast your body stomach processes uh, passes on onto the liver, and then the, when the liver gets a hold of it, then it starts to distribute into the body. So it's kind of a lot about what you had to eat that day. Um, you know, if it's something with a high fat or versus something high sugar, all these things kind of uh, come into play when uh, ingesting it an edible. But you know, once you start it, you know, just give yourself that time if you're new to it. Really, you know, really wait it out because usually it does kick in as soon as you're almost almost finishing that second bite. Yeah. <laughs> chef, uh, you know the chefs that I know are always looking for for new agree- new ingredients, new new flavors, uh, maybe new takes on on old dishes. Um, you, you touched on uh, where cannabis can be used, how you're using it. I, I'm curious to know about flavor profiles when it comes to the cannabis that you're using from what. I'm read different strains have different flavors how does that allow you to incorporate it into what you're making and and I mean that's that's got to be some interesting testing <laughs> it, it, you, you know it's uh, I've done a fair share of testing and uh, yes it can be very uh, can be very interesting um, with the flavor profiles there's essential oils that are uh, found within the resin glands of the plants called terpenes and so these terpenes uh, help provide an effect called the entourage effect and they synergistically work together with THC and CBD and it provides an alternative mood. So if you can have uh, something that's maybe higher in THC but lower in terpenes, you might not feel the same effect as if you had something high in terpenes with a lower percent of THC. And then so uh, touching again on these terpenes, so there's ones that are, uh, produce aromas of, you know, citrus, hops, uh-huh. lavender. Um, uh, these are just in a pine. The, there's a mango. There's so many different ones. And they all have their kind of scientific name of uh, pinene, uh, myrcene, uh, lilanol. Uh, Carlopoline is uh, found in black pepper, so you could take uh, something like that, you mix it with an olive oil, a little bit of vinegar, you can drizzle this on maybe, say, a beef carpaccio. Mm. So um, even on a risotto, uh, adding it onto a carbonara at the last minute. Um, so, that, But these do provide alternative moods, and then you could use this in your menu that you start with something that provides maybe, you know, 
uh, an uplifting mood yeah. to start the evening, say with a terpene of lemonine, and then you finish the evening with uh, maybe a heavier terpene that's uh, more relaxing, like uh, say lalanol. So if you're doing a whole meal and maybe you're starting with the appetizer to the on to the uh, to the entree to, to to dessert, how then would you control the the dosing on that? Um, so to control the dosing on each one, you would have to have everything pre-measured or uh, your oils pre-tested um, before going going into the dinner. So that way you know exactly how much you're going to uh, distribute to each guest. Um, again, with the start low and go slow. So if you have, you know, uh, say six people over for dinner, uh, you know, and you want to set your end target, you know, I want everybody to have 10 milligrams by the end of this dinner. So if you're having five courses, each course should be about two milligrams each. And then by the time you're done your meal, it's gonna be the equivalent of 10 milligrams. And then you can always offer, you know, another alternative, either uh, an, a baked product to yeah. finish that might be higher in uh, THC or CBD to uh, help balance things out. And then, you know, you can go onward and upward to that. Yeah. But, you know, anything over say 15 milligrams is for experienced users. Yeah, and you'd really have to follow the directions, wouldn't you? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah, it's very critical. There's a lot of math and, uh, you know, the knowing the nutritional value of that you put you put into it, you have to know that as well. Been been reading some articles about cannabis cuisine, about different restaurants that are opening. I think you know mainly in the states is what I what I'm seeing right now. Do you think that there is an appetite for um, more cannabis cuisine restaurants um, in Canada, in Alberta, and if so, what do we have to do to? And if not, what what do we have to do to get to that point? Uh, I think there is a, there is an appetite for it for sure. Um, it would just kind of come down to what the the, pro, the provincial uh, government says for uh, you know each province of they will will they allow this? Um, you know, if it, it, it's all about the setting. You know, so if you're coming into a dinner, you know everybody might be kind of slightly intoxicated when you get there as like kind of a cafe style restaurant, and then you know you're not sure of the people that you will attract there. So mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's lots of little things to work out before that there's any kind of you know hard uh, hard tickets on that one. Before before I let you go, um, your thoughts just on you know I talked about this a little bit about the stigma around around cannabis. Do you do you think it's do you think it's changing um and and do you think we still have a long way to go um yeah i do believe that for sure um you know this is the the one year anniversary so you know even prior to that one year anniversary uh, you know, there was a large stigma behind it, but, you know, increasingly over the times of attending, you know, expos and conferences, it's becoming more and more accepted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of people finding either relief in it for medicinal value yeah. or even recreational value. And, you know, they're, they're realizing that, you know, it's not total chaos, that, you know, you can be a professional in, in, in any industry and uh, consume cannabis and, you know, move on with, uh, you know, a, a normal life and a normal lifestyle as well. John, it doesn't have to be okay, Alex. So. Uh, I, I have one more question. It just came in from one of my listeners. When it comes to maybe having um, a dinner party where, you know, the, the in using cannabis uh, as, as part of it all, when it comes to liability, uh, I'm guessing that would be like around the same thing as if you were serving alcohol at a dinner, right? That's right, yes. Yeah, so, you know, uh, having taxi vouchers for people, having, you know, the exit strategy set up for for guests that are in attendance, um, these are all things that you kind of have to look after, right? So that's why, you know, there is no real places 
that are available for people to go consume, but there is for alcohol, but there is a lot of dangers behind that as well. People becoming overly, overly intoxicated and, you know, there's the legalities behind that. Uh, Chef uh, John McNeil joining me this afternoon. John, thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It was yeah. great to chat. And fascinating stuff. Chef John McNeil is a Calgary-based corporate Red Seal cannabis chef at Cannabis and uh, Namaste. He has uh, presented um, at conferences around the world uh, on this topic as well as at the uh, Canadian Cannabis Summit. We'll take a break here. When we come back, uh, we'll get into maybe a little bit more of the nitty-gritty about cooking with cannabis with a, a pastry chef who is teaching folks how to do this. Stay with us.